Some final numbers were just released by the Washington Post on the number of people killed by police in 2021. Their final conclusion at the Washington Post is that last year was actually the deadliest year of police violence they've ever measured. I'll unpack and explain it. I know it's a downer. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about where we go from here. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. Maybe you haven't heard me say this phrase in a while, but it's really one of my most important positions in terms of how I view and see the world. It's hard to understand a moment in history when you're in it. When you're right in the center of a moment, in the center of a trend, it's hard to understand where you are or aren't in that trend. And it's hard to understand while you're in a moment that you are in the middle of the deadliest year of police violence in recent American history. According to the latest numbers from the Washington Post, which has been tracking cases of police violence since 2015, 2021 is now the single deadliest year they've measured since they've been measuring incidents of fatal police brutality. The number of people killed by police, according to their totals, is near 1,100. And I want to put a little asterisk next to that because I've always found the numbers in the Washington Post to be off by 50 to 75 cases of fatal police brutality. And they err, they tend to err on the safe side with every case they count. And they tend to rule out other cases of police violence, sometimes taking the police's word for what they said happened on a case. And many of us count other cases of people killed in police custody that the Washington Post does not count, even people killed by um, uh, police having reckless driving, etc. Many of us count those. The Washington Post doesn't. And still, they say now that 2021 was the deadliest year of police violence they've ever measured. And it's important for us to understand because you, you have to ask yourself, why? Why is that happening? How, where, and, and the evidence truly is that the more times, the more encounters police have with people in total, the more face-to-face encounters police have with Americans, the more people will be killed. The fewer total encounters police have with Americans, the fewer will be killed. And what we know is that last year 
was an explosion of arrests, stops, encounters in almost all 50 states that mass incarceration went up significantly last year all over the country from coast to coast in red and blue states. And while there are a few exceptions, it's pretty much the standard. And I've always tried to communicate to people that in so many ways, while there are 50 causes of police violence, or let me flip it, there are 50 different ways to reduce police brutality. And I wrote a series listing 25 of those ways when I was the justice writer at the New York Daily News. While there are dozens and dozens of measurable, tangible ways we can reduce police brutality, the most important number is how many stops, how many encounters, how many physical touches, how many moments have police had with people per day, per month, per year. And unless we drastically reduce that number, the number of people killed by police will either stay the same or get worse. And so there are all types of other ways that we should address police violence. Like two ways just right off the top of my head is it has been determined that police are more likely to be violent when they don't have a college degree. And they are less likely to be violent when they do have a college degree. Women in law enforcement, yes, can still be violent, but are significantly less violent than men. Just two basic ways to reduce police violence right there. But those things only reduce it by, you know, one to three percent, which is, again, three, one to three percent. Those are people. That's one person's life saved, three people's lives saved, 10, 20, 30 lives saved out of a thousand. OK. But ultimately. We have to find ways to stop the number of total interactions of people with police. American police interact with more people per hour, but literally per minute, per hour, per day, per week, per month, per year, than any police force in the history of the world. By all measurements, the United States is a police state. And so often we say like, damn, how do we reduce police brutality? Because it seems permanent. It feels permanent. And according to the data from the Washington Post, its its presence is permanent. We have to find city by city, county by county, we have to find ways to stop the total number of interactions with police and all things will drop. If you, if you lessen the total number of interactions with police, you'll lessen the number of people who are framed by police, 
wrongly convicted by police misconduct, assaulted by police, have drugs and other things planted on them by police, harassed, sexually harassed by police, shot, maimed, choked, wounded by police. And if we lessen the number of total interactions, we will also lessen the total number of people killed by police. That is the most simple way to look at what I still hold is a very complicated problem, but the math is real. And in the United States, we're talking about tens of millions of interactions with police. And so, of course, you're going to have 1,200 people killed by police because we're dealing with tens of millions of interactions with armed, angry, predominantly white men who have been trained to shoot first and ask questions later. And when you travel the world, not only is there significantly less police violence, there is just significantly less police presence and significantly fewer police interactions. Police in America are omnipresent, particularly if you live in a city, particularly if you are black. Police are everywhere. And there is no evidence that their presence makes us any safer, is any manner of crime uh, uh, reduction. The truth is we have to find a way to have a path to public safety that does not go through America's police departments. I'll close with this thought, and you've, you've heard me say it, gosh, on this podcast, at the very least, dozens and dozens of times. If you go to the safest neighborhoods, the safest towns, the safest counties in America, it's not because they are overflowing with police. It's because they've defined safety by everybody being well-employed, well-paid, with great health care, with great schools, with great groceries, doctors, hospitals, mental health care, drug treatment, and everything in between. Everybody's well-housed, well-clothed, well-fed, and all of a sudden, you don't need police. And what I'm telling you is that we have to find a path to that kind of public safety in cities and counties and communities and districts all over America. Listen, that's bad news on where we are. And it's frustrating because all of us are fighting to hold these individual police accountable. But the macro problem is not getting better. If you're not yet a member of the North Star, please, please, please go now. Join at the Northstar.com. We need your support now more than ever. If you love the breakdown, if you learn anything from this podcast, if you've ever read one of my articles or one of the articles from Donnie Rose or Kendi King or anybody else, please go now to the Northstar.com and become a member today. You can cancel at any time. You can join for as little as eight bucks. We know we need your support. We hope you can join today. Take care, everybody. Break it down.
What's up, North Star family? This is Donnie Rose, and I'm excited to let y'all know about the Word Life Podcast, the latest podcast in the North Star Network that I am hosting. Each week on Word Life, I will be exploring the intersections of literary art, music, politics, and revolution, and unpacking the messaging, lyrics, and themes of poetry and music, both classic and contemporary, that function as the heartbeat baseline and bottom line for radical change be sure to check out episodes of word life dropping every thursday wherever you enjoy podcasts and let us know your thoughts peace creativity and revolution